in a world for friends. One mission to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? I'm doing a thing for the podcast. Just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. What are we doing? Uh, podcast. We're starting our new podcast about capital investments. <laughs> We're drinking tequila. 877 cash now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, restructuring your annuity. <laughs> if you invest zero, you, your return will be at least zero or lower. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, you Actually, However, your you risk zero, is very low. Yeah, at true. the end of 12 months, you will owe us money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty solid. Yeah. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. Anybody else? Fuck boys. <laughs> He's just like, nope, not doing it. Uh, that's right. It's time for the Freedom Friends podcast. Coming at you, uh, not even fucking close to live. No. Uh, from where, Scott? San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the <laughs> Warfighter Tobacco Studio. That was totally out of order. Yeah. I know. It it works. I'm, if I can ever help it, it will it, never be in order. It yeah. works. That's kind of the, that's kind of half the reason I ask him. <laughs> we know where Scott's level of fucks are tonight. Though. It's like, yeah, it's the bottom right, of this class. Right about here. <laughs> I'll get to it. It's right here. I'll find it's it. It's in the bottom it's of that bottom glass right there. Of that glass of tequila. Mm-hmm. A glass of felony juice, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the Freedom Friends Podcast, brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. You go yourself that fucking sweet 15% off discount God over there damn, and of course our right. buddies over at ownwellness.us for all your CBD needs you like cool Freedom Friends 25 get yourself a quarter off your order there boys what the fuck is happening how are you good yeah yeah it's been a fucking busy ass day but a good day yeah, yeah. Smelling better being the, bored true we're smelling what the rock's distilling right yeah now. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I still totally think that video he did where he took like the whole bottle to the fucking face uh, that had to have been like fucking watered down apple juice or something. I would shit. think so. Yeah, there's no like, way. He like he's a thing. huge human being, but he's not one bottle in a sitting fucking. <laughs> yeah, but he was just huge. like even a if, third, like, a third, and then a third, and it was gone. It yeah. was like I don't know. You, he could probably drink that much, and then they turned the camera off for the TikTok, and he, and he immediately everywhere. vomited yeah. all over the ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I like tequila, but it's the vomit isn't so much like. Oh my god! I just drank a shitload of booze, and you know, it's just, it's, it's need, just the I'm, amount. It's, it's not. Just, it's yeah, not it's, so much the amount. It's a liter and a half in your fucking gut. It's <laughs> the level of alcohol your body's going to absorb in a very short period of time. I, me, as a solid drinker, am very afraid to just put a whole bottle in my face. And then see what happens 20 minutes later. For I real, mean, dude. Because I know what a couple shots does. Yeah, but does. that was a bottle in like 60 seconds. But I know what a couple shots does. Yeah. Imagine, imagine what a whole bottle. Like, imagine, you know how you like, oh. like you do like a triple shot and you fucking slam it. And you're like, woo, 20 minutes later. You're like, yeah, I'm fucking 10 foot tall and bulletproof. This is fun. Yeah. 35 minutes Imagine later. a fucking bottle. <laughs> it's called comatose. Yeah. Oh, I don't it's, know. It's, it's called I, alcohol poisoning. It's about 30 minutes of doing the weirdest, worst shit of your life and then puking shit in yourself for the next, I don't know how long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah t- I mean, it takes me a solid, like a good long night to drink a bottle of Jameson. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a session. Like it it's a, it's, I'm gonna yeah, be here like for eight a six to eight yeah. hours. It's yeah. a solid shift. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a solid shift. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking shifts. Yeah. That's what it is. 
Yeah. yeah. But I, I still think that whole he took the bottle to face and a 60 second TikTok was a myth. Yeah, I call horse shit on that. Yeah. A lot like, I don't know. You've seen some of the meals that dude eats on nah, cheat dude, days? dude. It's totally a myth. It's like vampires in Africa. <laughs> okay. They don't exist either. Oh. Well, well fuck. Well, they're allergic. <laughs> they're allergic to holy water. And they bless the rains down in Africa. Yes. <laughs> They don't have pharmacies in Africa either. No? Well, that's why AIDS is so prevalent down there. No, it's because you can't take meds on an empty stomach. Producer Justin, ladies and gentlemen. Producer Justin. Coming in with some racism. Love it. That was two solid ones for John. I'm going home. Good night. I'm trying to see. We haven't heard. Scott hasn't quit the show in a while, so I'm trying to see how far I can push the envelope here before. He used to quit every week. What happened? Not quite every week, but. It was like every other week. Yeah. Well, it was either he quit or he threatened to shoot somebody. Usually myself. Yeah. Yeah, I've never never threatened to shoot any of you. No. It's always been myself. Yeah, you were trying to. Join the 22. Just like that 22 is starting to look rational. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm one fucking dad joke. 23 away. has always been my favorite number. So, yeah, you yeah. and Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. So, and LeBron. Know. Nobody gives a shit, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, so Kobe Bryant, like TikToks and no, like, he doesn't. reels and shit no. have been. No, he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. TikTok. <laughs> one's about. Him. I don't know if you're aware of this. One's about not. him have been popping up a lot. <laughs> the helicopters don't get along. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. But like ones about him have been popping up lately. And I just, I, I, I still, it just, I go back to the fact that everybody worships that dude. And it's like, you know, he got, he was a rapist and nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> it's he like, was dude, a therapist. Yeah. I'll take the rapist for 200 <laughs> swords for a thousand. <laughs> That's S words. You idiots. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm fucking... not educated enough on his life to well, even like, make a comment. Well, on when this. he was number eight, he was a rapist and then he got in trouble and went to jail and shit. And then he came back as 24 and now everybody was just like, look now, at this guy. He's awesome. What kind of <laughs> rapist was he? I, I don't know shit so, about these allegations. He didn't. So he had an allegation when he was engaged, uh, had an allegation against him that he had raped this girl at a hotel. And then it all got settled outside for, I'm assuming, a ridiculous amount an of millions. An obscene amount of yep. money. Because then all of a sudden the engagement ring that got given was some like $22 million pink diamond that was like 17 huh. carats or some shit. I wish yep. some rich bitch would rape me. Yeah, right. Fuck so, it for real. Uh, I mean, and scarred for life, but I'd get over it. Yeah, and then he became number <laughs> twenty-four or whatever. It was. Everybody fucking loved him. He's a hell of a player, but well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm not I, denying his talent for the game. He was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But I, I mean, th- he had a really good game in the paint, but I think he was a he good was no Jordan family man to toward the end there too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no Jordan when he came to flight. Yeah. First of all, how much of a fucking pretentious cunt do you have to be to be like, I need a ride. I'm going to call a helicopter to Uber Apparently me across town. He did that no, no, it was all, his all helicopter. It was his helicopter. Yeah, it was his. It, it mean, was his staff pilot. Yeah, and no, there was somebody else. There was another family in like it, yeah, in there with they him. were. It was a family. It so he was going a to his helicopter. It was going to his uh, basketball camp, and it was him and his daughter. Yeah, and then one of the other teammates and their parents. And instead of sitting in traffic, they took the helo. To basketball camp and they made it all the way to the scene of the crash yeah that is a uh, what a flex though you know what i mean <laughs> like, i'm gonna call an uber i got it 
<laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the pilot. And I guess yeah, the the, the only reason the, also a flex, the only yeah. reason the wife made it was she had an errand to run before basketball camp, and it was like, damn, that Starbucks saved your life. Yeah, like, right. Fuck. But that was an expensive macchiato. Yeah. He's got that caramel drizzle. Attack on a lot for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he drizzled his caramel all over that fucking mountainside. So. Yeah. Anyways, now this that we've lost old, old news. Yeah, old news. <laughs> Nowhere close to live. Super not even not even fucking yeah. close. I mean, thank you guys for joining us on this uh it's Tuesday for them, Monday for us. It's uh, a okay. Tuesday the the twelfth of uh August in two thousand twenty. Uh, yeah, why we discuss shit that happened in twenty eighteen. Uh it's not 2020 it's 2021 i know we're talking about last year's news it's not august oh. either also i'm aware <laughs> no it's not jazz <laughs> not you so, uh, i said 2018 jazz i wanted to talk to you i wanted to bring this up like now you, i'm confused as fuck you are uh i'm proud of you and i wanted to tell you in a public forum that i'm proud of you i did nothing well you got hammered last monday yeah i did and you pulled your ass over yep and called and called. I made, and it, called I, made it, I made it half a mile and was like, nope, there's no fucking way I should be driving this car. And I'm proud of you for that. Uh, I tried think. to call my wife. My wife, in all fairness, it was it was late and she was already asleep. Yeah. And but I knew he was literally right behind me. So yeah. I called him. Well, because I, uh, I saw in the morning when she drove your car in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you got a well, car. She's also, like, well, I had to go pick it up this morning, too. And I was like, yeah. Ah. So, well, it was those at the end of the live and those essentially four shots that I did right before I drove home. Correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, are, we, are we not going to talk about this? Let, let's, uh, well, okay, let's let, all right. Let's talk about let's talk about it. Jazz, you had four. You're six. coming off COVID. How much you weigh right now? <laughs> That's actually true. I'm at like 142 right now. Like I'm uh, dumb. Okay. How about you, pal? I'm a solid 110 <laughs> more than you. It doesn't really matter. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna. You know what? Sure, you win the alcoholic title. I don't win. <laughs> uh, you win. No. Let's, this I don't is need my, to defend that. That's just my point. Like four stand, shots, four shots. It's going to affect different people differently, yeah, man. You stand uncontested. I don't wow. know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, I was not in a good way. I made it about half a mile down. Um, the funny thing is that actually, like. I called him. He got me home, and I think it was literally fifteen or twenty minutes after I got home. I was fine and like went to sleep and stuff like that. Yeah. Next morning I had a bit of a headache, but I think that might have been the how much got mixed. Yeah. Like because it was I mean, that weird shit. Because like, it was like it was, it was literally it was sugary. It's sugary shit. Yeah. Like a it sugary was like vodka, cinnamon gold whiskey, Goldschlager. Like it was like it, like it was a weird scotch. mix of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I I don't know. I had three or four cocktails leading up to that. So, but yeah, I was I was not a good way. Um. No, I literally made it. It's. I mean, how far is it to that gas station? Uh, maybe a mile. Maybe a mile to the gas station at the light. Uh, two miles. Yeah. You think it's two? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Maybe. But I made it. I made it about that far. And actually, I didn't even make it all the way there before I was on the phone with him. But yeah. I wasn't just going to pull over and like leave my car on the side of three double oh nine. Sure. So I was like, yeah, dude, I'm doing like thirty miles an hour, and I'm going to pull into this parking lot. We got there. Uh, he met me. Went inside. Talked to the. I guess they had just changed shifts. So the dude that was in there was going to be there like through the morning. Uh, yeah. So we told him like, Hey, I mean, he went in and was like, dude, my brother's fucking, he's too drunk to drive. Can we leave the car here? And the guy was like, yeah, absolutely. No problem. That's cool. Yeah. And, uh, so they kept an eye on it. Like, yeah, 
uh, but I needed the, the next, the plan the next day was I was taking my wife's Bronco anyways. Cause I was going out to see my mom and take her some stuff. Yeah, and I needed a, the Bronco. A bunch of shelves for your mom. It, tabletops, but yeah. yeah, either way. And, uh, so yeah, I ended up going and that's why she had the car. She was going to have the car anyways. But. Yeah. She, I mean, she told me, but then she's like, but also, and, yeah. and let me in on that. I was like, oh. and then she felt all bad. I was like, she was like, I, I was didn't like, answer the phone. I was, I was like, like, good for Jess. I was like, I was like, that, dude, I, somebody was getting me home. So yeah. But yeah, to all of you out there, man, there's, there is no shame in the game, man. No, like it, if you had a good time, have a good time. Just fucking get home safe so you can have a good time later. Like we, like, we, we preach, we preach responsibility. We also yeah. heed that own advice, yeah. you know, like just because we like to drink doesn't mean you have to be stupid. About it. <laughs> Scott's over here being abnormally quiet. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I've done Scott it plenty of times. Uh, a couple weeks ago and Michelle got hammered. Yeah. And, uh, Scott stopped drinking so he could drive. Yeah. So there is responsibility. There is responsibility. There. Absolutely. She got shit faced. Tidbit information about that gas station. Fuck, uh, almost two years ago now, one of the gas station attendants got murdered. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really? Some yeah. guy came in to rob her and uh, don't really know much of the details and then pulled out a gun and shot her. Wow. Took whatever and left. He had a mask on, like. The rest of society, so yeah. they never got caught. Yep. You know, a lot of that stuff, like that whole that was right around the time all the riots and shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? I think I remember that. Yeah. Well, that was back. That was that. That was two years ago. That was back when those riots were going on, and they came up and smashed all those windows out on my property and broke into all those cars and all that shit too. Yeah. There was that huge crime wave that hit. Yeah. For like two weeks, it was just like the fucking wild west. And then and they then, moved on to the next city. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the buses showed up, trucked them all somewhere else. Yeah. If you believe that conspiracy theory? Way to go, Soros. Oh, my God. Speaking of something that's actually a little bit more our wheelhouse as far as conspiracy theories concerned. And every once in a while we discuss just conspiracy theories on this love show. Em. Love them. I have my new favorite one. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That the reason there are so many like modern warfare based first person shooters that are out there like Call of Duty and all that stuff is that all of it. All of the data on player base and the way everybody's moving and all that kind of stuff is all being used to pump into a military-based AI <laughs> to, to create get the to create fuck out of combat here. AI to be able to use. And I was like, "You're using the Leroy." <laughs> I, like, I was like, "So, so let me get this right. Thumbs up. Let's do this. Combat AI is going to be repelling out of a helicopter." Shooting a Barrett at thousand yards yeah. and hitting yep. motherfuckers. Yeah, right? yep. yeah. Uh -huh. Three sixty spin, no scope yeah. shot from the from my helicopter that's crashing and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna cut Do away you know and then over my shoot at fifty. Do you know what's yeah. be good? <laughs> yeah. be fine. Do you be know fun. what's actually terrifying about it is that we're making fun of these people. They're all playing these video games and stuff like that. Not the, the like the younger crowd that plays it, and those are the motherfuckers that are gonna get recruited. Well, like, and gonna have to go do it for real. Well. And, it's <laughs> very quickly they'll realize that. Then realize that shit doesn't work. And by the way, most of the gear you're going to get not near as cool as that shit that you bought out yep. of the Xbox. Store. You know what I'm going like, to do? Because my kids play these video games. There's no skins in real life now. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm going to I'm going to bring home my 17 pound sniper rifle. I'm going to put my body armor on my boys and I'm going to make him run up and down the block twice. There you go. I'm like, that's just like a video game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like make them go game. make them just go up the stairs and clear the room and come back down the stairs fully loaded <laughs> right. and then just be like, oh god. That's like yeah. Hey. Yeah. So not that that's, the games aren't fun. Easy, is it? But yeah. that's my current favorite conspiracy theory is that all that data is being gathered for the government to build an, an well, AI with. That's pretty like, good. It makes sense. 
I mean, it's believable. It's, it is believable <laughs> you know? these days. <laughs> the problem is that you kind of look at the government and go, "Well, I learned I, something." Uh oh. That uh, happened. Down? It happened last month, and I'm still kind of baffled by it. Um, so the chick who's like the COVID czar for fucking uh, the Biden administration, Jen Psaki. Fauci. No. No, it's a it's that blonde chick. Fauci. She's like the czar of it. Like that's it's not like she, you're, it's, you're, ta- <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about a douchebag and you're talking Are about you, the press secretary. You can't tell yeah. me Fauci's a dude. Well, you can't tell me that Fauci's human. He might be, but he definitely doesn't have balls. Oh, then yeah. that's what <laughs> I was definitely at. no balls. Fauci's kind of starting to make me believe the whole lizard people theory. <laughs> 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 I think it's just Bernie Sanders with a haircut. <laughs> right? He just puts a wig on. <laughs> he sounds like him. Fuck. You know what? I really didn't like Bernie until he showed up to the inauguration in a parka and mittens. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I didn't like you until you showed up adorable. No. <laughs> that, made me, that made me laugh I love about you, it. Now, now, you're just, like, now you're just a cute old man. And I'm like, oh, damn it. That made me laugh about it. It made me actually be like, okay, he's not a complete and total douchebag. Is when he made a sweatshirt with that. <laughs> it was it, yeah, and he sold it, and all the proceeds went to uh, I can't remember what fucking foundation, some charity or whatever. A charity, yeah. But he was just like, "Oh yeah, you think that's funny? Cool, let's yeah. do something yeah. good with it." I was like, "Okay, yeah. I can't yeah. be mad at the guy." I appreciate for that. that. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. So I, I'd rather see him capitalize on that than like just random. What I think is hilarious yeah. is that he literally took a joke about him and the socialist capitalized on it right <laughs> i know <laughs> it was like eh. however he did give it away so he's still kind of social well it's because when you're worth what is he 122 million yeah. you need to donate some things yeah. so that you get some tax breaks that's very true I'll tell you what true. somebody made a meme about me sitting at a park in gloves like that i'd keep that fucking money Fuck yeah. you got that right. You got that right. what if what if i just made a t-shirt of you in parka and gloves let's do it I'll just i don't think anybody's gonna buy it <laughs> I'll wear That's one. That's a I'll thing. I'm not even going to actually get a picture of you. I'm just going to take the picture of Bernie and just put your head on it. Because <laughs> the way he was dressed, you couldn't tell anyways. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, you guys You're done? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, anyways, so you learned something last month. About I learned something about last the COVID month. The COVID czar. So apparently she 86 a vote that happened at the FDA. So the Biden, Biden came out and was like, everybody's getting booster <laughs> shots. Third third shot. Da, 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 da. It's going to be ready this week, blah, 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 right? And then people started getting boosters. Apparently, the FDA, the top doctors of the FDA, there's 18 of them that like run like their board or whatever. 16 of them voted against a third shot and said it's, it's unnecessary and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And nobody reported it. And then the fucking this COVID czar that's on the Biden administration vetoed it, basically, and was like, nope, we're doing it. And like a bunch of them like resigned and shit. They're like, we're not part of this then. And like these are like these are the actual experts, the actual top doctors. But they ended up not doing it. Well, we're seeing somehow. a we're seeing a so it's still in the it's, it's still, still in the, the talks, works. Though. And People Biden are still trying actually, to do it. There was a statement that actually got tweeted today about Biden made a statement that mandated mandated vaccination uh, has precedential law that can be cited about forcing the community to be able to do it, which means that more than likely the the presidential mandate will come down that everybody's going to have to be vaccinated. And the loophole in is that you have to be either be vaccinated or you have to get tested weekly in a workplace with more than a hundred people. Yeah. I don't know why a hundred is the marker, but 
sure. I guess nice round numbers just makes things easy. Well, yeah. it's science. Easier yeah. for the math. <laughs> sure. It's, it's science. So they did all this. And so, well, like, did you see yesterday, Sunday, October the 10th, uh, Southwest Airlines declared that they are going to make it mandatory for every single one of their employees to get vaccinated. So you were either vaccinated or you no longer work there. Yeah. And I also saw that they canceled. grounded a thousand. One thousand eighty two flights. Flights. Today. Because the pilots literally, because they're unionized. Yeah. The pilots went, cool, then I'm not flying. <laughs> and it grounded an entire fucking company. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Southwest started backpedaling real fucking quick. I yep. love that Southwest is like, oh, it's because of weather. Yeah, and then the FAA came no out. And they were like, "Nope, there's no weather. Weather's fine. Every weather's fine." <laughs> okay right now. I hate to tell you this, but the entire country isn't suffering from the same weather pattern, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and none of your planes are flying. So, yeah, yeah there was 86. There was like 86 flights canceled on Saturday, and then 1,086 it was nuts today. And it was like, or yesterday, it was yeah. nuts. And uh, I, I think. What a lot of I think what we're going to end up seeing a lot of is that really loud five percent that's been like the whole like it's important and you've got to do it and da 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 da. Yeah. That really loud five percent takes very little action because all they do is literally just Southwest is a prime representation of if you try and force large populations of people to do things, especially in this country, it's a whole lot of nah. Um, I don't like I said think so if, and those, if they would have made it like the flu shot and just be like hey yeah, we have this thing if you want it come get it. it come get it uh it would but, have never been a problem no yeah. but you can see the impact like that when all of a sudden a thousand flights get canceled yeah like that's that's a that is the definition of action speak louder than words and it was like hey that really loud five percent suddenly not near as effective as people just doing something and not saying a fucking word because yeah. it's not like all those pilots took to twitter and were like no jab, no flight. Like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. nobody just, did that. They, they like were they were just like, just like nope, nah. I think I'm gonna head down to the pilots' lounge and have me a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. And once I have a sip, no fucking flying for twelve yeah, hours. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting how this is gonna well, work. And what what I fucking hate is like the news has stopped talking about New York State because they laid off all their healthcare workers that weren't fucking vaccinated. Yeah. And nobody's talking about it anymore. And it's well, like, we're in a super dangerous healthcare shortage pandemic. Yeah. But you can just lay off like all of your nurses. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like it's like go fuck yourself. It's man. weird like, that speaking the of which, medical has, professionals. Is your sister okay? Yeah. With like still working, still all that? Yep. Like, okay. She got a um I don't want to like give all of her personal information away, no, but she's she, in the healthcare field and a, I just want to make uh, sure she's all right. A vaccine exemption. Um and then ended up getting COVID. And For now what? she's past COVID. Um, but it's funny because now, even though she has antibodies and all that fun stuff, none of that is in any verbiage in any of these mandates anywhere. It's yeah. not whether or not you're actually like healthy or have antibodies against the virus or anything like that. All right. It's I can't tell you what brand mine is. So. Well, no, because like, I got I got my vaccine the hard way. But well, exactly, I can't show but, you like I've got the J and J. If all yeah. this was <laughs> actually about science, like they say it is, yeah. then these mandates would include people that are like, I don't know, have recovered well, successfully. The, the difference between a vaccine and natural immunity is no one can profit off of natural immunity. Well, exactly. Correct. And it works better. Well, and, the, well, and but you can't say that you're following science, though, when your fucking COVID czar is completely going against what the scientists 
fucking said. We should be more concerned with the fact that we have any position in a public government. Called czar? Called czar. Yeah, that's an issue. Uh, And Trump had him too. So that's not even like a... That's that's, that's an apolitical statement. What I I aspire to do... I want to be the the no fucks given czar. In my... my, (laughs) Like, what I want to do is become something in government where I can create a worldwide problem and be the one that administers the solution to the worldwide problem that I created. That makes sense. Uh, and I, you that's, know, I like, think that's called a Senator. Well, <laughs> no, it's or, or all, that Fauci, is, all that is, is or, it's good business. If right. you want to sell something, create the demand. How do you create the demand? A virus. Identify the problem. Yeah. And if you can create that problem, you've identified a problem that nobody else had. Nobody knew existed. And, and now folks, you have the solution. And that, folks, is a basis of our uh, master weekly debates. master debates <laughs> that come out every Thursday. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> that is 100% accurate. That's exactly what we do. What problem can we create this week? So, so it's, just, it's then, interesting. And, and I mean, I'm it, now it's just a. I'm so burnt out on the game with our government now that I'm just like, I just don't care anymore. I, you know, like, and if you're going to get fired because you didn't get the vaccine, I don't know. Like, I don't like being told what to do, Mm -hmm. but I would never put my family and my welfare in jeopardy because of a vaccine. Right. Like, I'm not scared of it. Obviously I got it. Right. But Tell you one thing, I wish like, I would have bought in some stocks before fucking I, this fucking thing. I'm not scared of COVID, not scared of the vaccine, but I'm not going to ruin my life over either. I didn't change my life for COVID at all. I did everything I was going to do anyway, mm-hmm. uh, except I had to wear a mask on a flight. That's the only thing I couldn't get around. But That's because they made that federal law. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, all right. They're not going to let me on the flight like, and I want to fly. So what did I do? I put the fucking mask on. Yeah. If I want to work. And they're going to fire me. Like, I don't understand. Like, Dude, your there's, boss is there's a, fights worth fighting. Your right? boss is a dick. What? What's your, that? Your boss is a dick. He is. He I've is. met him. Yeah. But there's, there's, there's fights worth fighting. And is this, is this vaccine the fight you're going to like jeopardize everything for? If it is, so be it. It's, I mean, everybody has yeah. their own choice for me. It, uh, you know, it wouldn't be that like if, if I was going to be going on unemployment and not knowing how I was going to feed my family, I might just get the vaccine. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, you guys want to hear something, something interesting. Johnson and Johnson's stock price on February 14th, 2020, it was $150.13 a share. Yeah. Between February 14th and that is March 27th, 2020, it drops down to 123 from 150 to 123 per share. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a pretty big dip, right? It's about a fucking what? Give me the math there, Jazz, percentage-wise. 15? Yeah, it's yeah. like 12.5%. But large investors, that's a fucking hit, right? Well, if, you know, if you've got half a million dollars riding and you lose 12.5% of half a million dollars, you fucking notice. It's at 160 now. Which, <laughs> and uh, that's still not that much market variance, yeah. to be honest with you. Johnson and no, Johnson really. kind of shit the bed in the whole vaccine aspect. Of you also keep in mind is during an 18 month profile. Look at, 50, look at, look at Pfizer. Johnson and Johnson has owns Dupuy, mm-hmm. um, which is Dupuy is a $5.2 billion annual company that does hip and joint replacements. And for 18 months, nobody was getting inpatient joint repair. So 
when a $5.2 billion division is non-operational, you're probably going to see a dip in your stocks. I don't know what Pfizer's uh, thing is. P-F-I-C-E-R. See, I told you this was a investment show. Um, so I do, so I saw our boys over at the black, our boys, I don't, I've never fucking met them. You guys know, them. uh, the black rifle guys posted a thing online about how they did that coffee or die. And a couple of other people did some investigation stuff on that Lieutenant Colonel that got yeah. locked up and then mm-hmm. got him released and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Does anybody know anything more about this story? Cause I'm not gonna lie. I was totally lazy and I just saw I, that they I, said, I didn't even see that. Line. We did some dig and got him released, but it was a Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah. It's, it's Lieutenant Colonel Schuster. Uh, He's the one that kind of fucking all he did was ask for accountability over the Afghanistan thing. Well, he went online outside well, of what he should have. So done. I found out some inf- information. A buddy of mine's an E9 and is kind of close to the investigation. And I was talking to him about it. And he was like, yeah, um, he's like, basically what happened is he goes, well, a few years ago, uh, they implemented this uh, this fucking social media policy DOD wide. All right. Yeah. And. and uh that was because of the whole Marines United fallout thing from the revenge porn scandal and all that shit that happened. Sorry. I was an admin on that page. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, it, essentially, there was a Marine Corps group named Marines United that was 30,000 guys. About 30 of them were sharing re- like revenge porn. And they had like this fucking ongoing like uh, Dropbox that just had thousands of fucking photos and videos and shit of these women, right? Well, it got leaked, and there was a story about it in some fucking online newspaper called The War Horse by this dude named Brennan. And Brennan's fucking ass was one of the offenders, but he leaked it anyways. And then he tried to spin it like, oh, I was a mole the whole time. And it's like, bitch, fuck you. But... You were an um, online moose, newspaper mole? Yeah, right? Like, Fucking shoot higher. Like, right? <laughs> right? Like... Jesus, man, you're in the berm, right? <laughs> like fuck. Um, so, but it went before Congress, and because of that, essentially, they were like, "Fucking, nope, fix it." So the Joint Chiefs mandated that they that it get fixed, and they became like this very stringent, like DOD wide policy on social media uh, conduct, we'll say. And Lieutenant Colonel oh. Schuster fucked right over it yeah it was I mean, like yeah he i'm was not gonna in, pay he was in to uniform it. portraying his office in uniform talking yeah. about his superiors on the internet like you're not supposed to do that now did he have very valid points and a reason and a motivation 100%. behind it yes 100 percent. yeah and he was and all he was really doing was just asking every question that i would ask like, yeah, we did this. We, we clearly botched this fucking evacuation. We botched the, the leaving of Afghanistan. OK, so but essentially who's what, he got, what he got in trouble for was the methodology of the questioning, yeah. not the questioning, but yeah. the method in which he decided. And, to. And he was the he was like the battalion commander at, at Marine Corps uh, at a SOI East. So he, he ran school of infantry. You know, that's a pretty fucking solid post. You know, it takes a long time to get there. So the guys he's got to be squared away. You know what I mean? To get put into that position. Anybody that anybody who's operating inside Tradoc is going to get held to a different standard. Yeah. Like you're you're supposed to be shaping the branch of service, not which well, and, he was trying to do, apparently. Just. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people donated to the Eddie Gallagher has something that funds people that get put Wrong into the military uh, justice system, you know, like he did and didn't have a fair 
you know, a fair way to do anything. Like, should he have been put in the brig for this? No. Why? Slap, well, his, slap his peepee. You, so, know, you know what I mean? Like, So this is where the lieutenant colonel fucked up. Because he got his peepee slapped for the first one. Yeah. He got relieved. He got fired from his post. He got relieved. Then he did another post bitching about how he got relieved. And fucking continuing to fucking yeah. kind of stir the pot. And then and in that post, he said that he was resigning his commission. Well, they didn't they didn't accept his resignation. So the next one. <laughs> like, Imagine, you're, just you're, like, a, you're a champ, Justin. <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> Imagine you're just like fucking fed up. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. And they're like, I'm resigning. And they're, and they're like, like, no, no, yeah, no, you're, nope. you're going to get held accountable now. And he's like, I was asking for your accountability. And they're like, too fucking bad. Like, that's, that is the fucking Marine Corps at its fucking yeah. finest. We're man. not going to give you any accountability what we do. But oh, by the way, but you're fucked yeah, up. I love this. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> that is like going to sell your car and coming home with that one and another. Yeah, like, yes. What the fuck? I was going to sell mine and bought one. Like, what the? <laughs> You didn't even buy one. They just gave you another loan for your own car. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I was I was talking up my car, how good it was, and then I realized it's a great car. I can't yeah. it's, it's like you tried to sell it, and then the guy you sold it to immediately sold it back to you for double. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> but, well, but at field grade, if I'm not mistaken, and I've never been a field grade officer, but aren't you serving at the you you serve at the pleasure of the president. Well, that's Isn't the that thing. like what it says when you get he he I resigned so. and they told him no, you can't. Well, because yeah. you, like most of yeah. the time they'll let you, right? But they were just like, nope, no, nope. we're yeah. not done. With I don't know if you knew this, sir. but that little commission paperwork that you got says that you serve at the pleasure like, of the president, and well, the then, president's like, pleasure is to go demote nah. me, and then I'll resign. <laughs> so, well, it, but I think it's anything like. Well, to lose lieutenant. an E7 rank, it's actually like an act of Congress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. E6 like, in the Marine Corps. That's no, because there's like 12 of you guys. Yeah. I've met like the whole Corps. So like <laughs> 128,000. Yeah. yeah. 167,000. That's full strength. So. Yeah. Uh, um, have you. You guys have like been, battalions that are that size. Yeah. <laughs> Has the Marine Corps ever been at full strength? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, during the surge, probably. Like during yeah, the. No, no. No. If the, the Marine Corps, Corps was ever at full strength. They wouldn't have weapons for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. They'd I like, like you get have, one, skip, like, skip, like, skip. You get it'd one, be like skip, Stalin skip. Grad, where it's like, yeah. you get ammo, you get a rifle. We're going to issue you this rifle. But just so you know, it doesn't work anymore. And you Which will is, have to yell bang. Like, you know, I make the joke about Stalingrad, but that's literally what they do with machine gunners. It's like, hey, gunner, carry the ammo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's like, all right. So like, oh, in the army, they're like, eh, and here's an M4. You're never going to use it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck yeah dude, you're not wrong shit so after he did that he did another fucking post saying that they've denied his fucking his resignation because he was gonna for, forgo his retirement and everything he's got a lot of irons in the fire and he's doing oh well he's doing all right on his own type of thing and uh uh they were like so he did another post and that's when they're like all right this guy won't shut his fucking mouth we're locking him up so that's when they fucking the chasers came and picked him up Essentially, is what happened. Okay, but well, that provides more clarity because yeah. I totally didn't read the article. Well, then, uh, but I don't know. I didn't know I, he got out. I didn't know that. I, uh, yeah, I guess due to it, literally the the kind of veteran friendly news system. I don't know what to call it because it's all online. Like I don't. I hesitate to call them like investigative journalism, but I guess it is. Uh, just dug through enough shit and got enough stuff going that I, I guess they found precedent and got him released. 
Um, well, I think that was at Eddie Gallagher Foundation. So, that he said yeah, maybe. So, I'm yeah. sure he's got I just wanted, solid lawyers on. I just wanted for more, uh, more situation on that. And, and I knew it was Afghanistan related. And we've been trying to sort of give updates as we're finding them on that whole situation. And it's still a fucking what the fuck situation. Yeah. But speaking. Of, so we just talked about the Marine Corps being all kinds of fucked up. Do you guys see the army? Upgraded a whole bunch of awards for the Ranger Battalion in Mogadishu. Yes, I saw that. And they pretty much said, go fuck yourself to the 10th Mountain Boys that came in to rescue their asses. (laughs) Really? It was all Ranger Battalion guys, like 17. I think there's one award given to the 10th Mountain guys, and none of them have anything. There's like little to no mention. Uh, Nobody's ever went back and looked to see if any of them should get anything for what they did or anything like that. Sure. Yeah, I I well, rest, uh, but that what did they John, get a movie? But no, th- <laughs> they were in the movie. But yeah. but that falls on the tenth mountain leadership. Yeah, that's not, true. I mean, that's true. Awards don't just magically fucking write themselves. Yeah. Okay. Guys, I mean, do you guys know the whole story about that and how the Marine Corps was involved in that? No. Uh-uh. So when that whole fucking genocide first started, anybody else notice that regardless of what battle you bring up, all of a sudden there's a Marine that pops out and he's like, "Do you know what the Marines actually did for them? Do you want to know though?" I, I do. Yeah, no, I like, do. I'm like, still going to give you shit about it. It's an interesting story, though. It's, yeah. it's kind of an interesting story, and it's made its way into Marine Corps lore because of it. So they deployed uh, – the initial response to the famine was 30,000 Marines. It was a MU. It was a Marine Expeditionary Unit. They fucking promoted – they flew them in there, and peace was restored, and everything was fine. Because Aziz gave specific orders, don't fight the black boot warriors. We couldn't afford desert boots like yeah. y'all. We were still wearing blacks over there, right? And the reason being is, and a lot of people don't know this, Aziz's nephew was a fucking U.S. Marine. And he was getting, they literally flew his ass in there to help fucking talk to his uncle to chill him the fuck out. No fucking way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was a fucking Lance Corporal. And they fucking found him and flew his ass to the Mew and flew him into fucking Somalia and was like, talk to your uncle. Dude, that so goes he went to show that our, our background oh check system now is way better than way it used better, to be, dude. apparently. <laughs> so, and and well, like, that's why they fucking knew. everything chilled out. <laughs> and as soon as the Marines left, the army came in to do what they do yeah. and occupy, you know, and make sure shit was going right because you're still fucking... Doing genocide, man. Now you're not letting them eat and shit, yeah. you know, and that's when the whole fucking crazy shit in the Moog happened. And uh, yeah. Look at that. Fucking- we actually handled that country the way our armed forces are set up to do. Yeah. <laughs> send the Marines in to squash it and then send the army in to occupy and control, which is exactly what our force that's, is supposed to that's, do. That's yeah. doctrine. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. Till one lucky shot and it all goes to shit. I know, right? And like literally, <laughs> I, it, look, it was a tragedy and it did show a lot of heroism for our soldiers and all that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is that whole shit happened because of one lucky shot. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, with the RPG? Yeah. Yeah. One lucky shot yeah. and everything just went to shit. One, one skinny knew how to actually arm the motherfucker yeah. <laughs> and it didn't bounce off. <laughs> so. Yeah. So according to that article in Coffee or Die, uh, <clears throat> it says the Marines retreat came after Coffee, Coffee or Die magazine and congressional staffers questioned why the Corps planned to bar the public media and lawmakers from the initial review officers hearing to determine whether Scheller would continue to be held as a flight risk uh, pending an upcoming Article 32 hearing and possible trial by court martial. Did they literally type Marine Corps retreat? What is that? What you just read? The, the Marines, Marines co- retreat. The Marines retreat. Yes. So they wrote a line. The Marines retreat came after coffee or die. 
So they have written an article that's, saying that's that ballsy. <laughs> the Marines got beat by a coffee company. <laughs> like, well, <clears throat> but they you know what? I know the guys over at Coffee or Die, and they're good fucking dudes. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, but they're good fucking dudes. You know, but the fact that they held him because they thought he was a flight risk, he was an exceptional guy. Like everything he did up until then, yeah, yeah like, like noteworthy. So yeah. like, you don't become the battalion commander of SOI East well, exactly. without being a fucking squared so, the fuck he was away in for man. seventeen years. Yeah. So you're he's saying not and a lieutenant fucking, colonel at yeah. seventeen? That's lightly. So the Marine Corps decided that his quality of character was high enough to put him in charge of training <laughs> half the corps. Literally, yeah. But his character didn't carry enough that he might be a flight risk because he's going to ask because he was publicly multiple times making himself available right and 100%. saying things and went oh he's a flight risk <laughs> i don't think he is <laughs> so it also said that they there were leaked documents between lawmakers and the, the marine corps and their lawyers and shit uh that they're trying to broker a plea deal where he essentially gets it's a gag order out of the mil- out of the military for pleading guilty to some of the court, the charges in the court martial. Oh, don't do that. Cause I bet you they're going to try and sneak a sedition charge on there. Probably. Or they just article 32 or what is it? Article one twenty three or whatever. The fucking catch all the general order, the general article that they get everybody on general one alpha. That's what got me. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Is that drinking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underage. No, no, just in just combat. Underage. Well, yeah, you, you know who you're talking that. to? I know you can't. I don't know if you knew this, but Scott's never been underage for anything. That's yeah. true. <laughs> there were no laws when Scott was underage. Right? <laughs> it's very true. Scott very may true. be the reason there are underage drinking. Yeah, laws. right. Thanks a lot, guy. <laughs> <laughs> they would be much higher age if that were the case. No drinking under 54. <laughs> there should just be a no drinking after. Yeah. <laughs> you could drink... Whatever and Before, however you want. But once until. you hit 45, you can't drink anymore. <laughs> and that's when Scott leaves this earth. <laughs> God, that would be fucked. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, check it out, old people. No more drinking. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> what I was practicing, I've been doing. <laughs> I've been training my whole life to be retired and just be hammered the whole time. And now you're telling me no? Fuck out of here. <laughs> How am I supposed to be an old guy that says whatever the fuck he wants to? If I right? Fucking- I can't wait to get fucking old and say that shit. What's it like? Uh. <laughs> uh, fuck you I'm still married Yeah yeah. Touche I can only say a quarter of what I want to oh, Got it yeah got it I know that life fuck I don't Just wait Until what? Someday Oh I had my first one And that was the whole I don't want you to be my room of friends because I don't like the way you talk Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't really want a second one, Darn. so I'm going to. Oh, yeah. It was so much better. Yeah, the second one's way better. The second one's way That's better. True. Are you hearing this, Michelle? Be, be nice to me. <laughs> they're, they're telling me the second so one's better. better. Well, I know in my case. You know why? You're better at selecting. Because you picked the first one, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. That's probably true. And by the time I got around That's to picking the second true, one, I was like, actually, fuck, I case. learned some things. Kids. Listen to this and don't get married young. Yeah. Uh, no, 100%. Yeah. Like, how, like how old are you when you get married first? 20, 24. Well, so you waited a little bit. That's old for military standards yeah, of marriage, actually. Old. You know, that's pretty old. My ass was barely fucking 18, and she was six days after her 18th birthday. I yeah. was 19. I was 24. Yeah. 
But and I, I chose well because we're well, about you're to, still there. Yeah, about, about to hit twenty two fucking years. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're an yeah. exception to the yeah. rule for the whole get married young thing. And yeah. I knew her in high school and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. I'd known her for a while, but got married young. And How long did you and Michelle know each other before you uh, tied it? Three days. I don't know exactly. Probably about a year. Yeah. Six months to a year, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna correct me when I get home, but sure, that's what my memory. Is giving me. Uh, <laughs> like, it was three and a half years, fucker. I mean, <laughs> Haley and I only dated for like eight months before we got married, you know, and we're fucking rock solid, man. I'm over, I'm fucking 11 years strong. Yeah, shit, so. yeah I was a. Uh, so I was with the first one 10 years, married for seven of it. Oh, yeah. And uh, so you did it like pretty good then, man. Like, yeah, I'm not saying I wasn't in a long standing relationship. My biggest thing, and, and you know, retrospect is 2020 and all that kind of stuff right so uh the fact of the matter is is that even when we decided to separate at the end it was a very casual calm conversation and it was just like this isn't working anymore like we just but don't you fit. see it's, it was but, easier because you didn't have kids like, see, i found I, out 100 i just we, found out mine was a raging horror and i was just like yeah this ain't happening no yeah. more so <laughs> uh, <laughs> it can't be fucking everybody including my friends Fuck. the, the, <laughs> the biggest thing it came down to was i was nowhere at the point of our separation and we didn't have kids which just changed things it does change things a uh we just were not the same people yeah that we were when we got married, like, yeah. or even when we got together, but the difference between, you know, 20 and 30, you are a entirely different oh, human being. 100%. Our, and, uh, our, our hardest years were the first five. And then the first two after I got out of the army. Well, they say that the, the well, that's where the term seven year itch comes, Yeah, you know, because they say that at that seven year mark is when you get tired of being around each other. And that's just a majority of people. Like, just statistically speaking, like, right around seven years is about the fucking max that people can deal with each other right. every fucking day. Yeah. You know? And, and I mean, and so, but a lot of it was just, I, we grew into very, very different humans. And it yeah. just was not, and without the kid thing. Right. Without that to kind of be a unifying kind of mission. It's true. Right? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, that is the best way to put it. <laughs> Sorry, kids. But he's right. Yeah. You're all fucking dicks, children. <laughs> and the thing is, is we were too. Like, you're old 100%. enough now to look back at like oh, what I you were a, like at like 13, 14, 15. Oh, you're my like, kids oh, are fuck. way better than I was. I was horrible. <laughs> Mine are too. It's a horrible human being. Yeah. They're way but better. But the difference than me. is, is unless your parents were looking for it, yeah. you yeah. guys weren't that bad. But I think I think the because you were never home. The reason my kids are so much better than I was at that age is I was way, 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 way more independent than my kids. Yeah, were. I'm a better father than my dad ever could have been for two reasons. One, I'm still here. <laughs> like, I'm not a. I'm not. You know, Look, fucking, the time marker on leave. beating that record. Not overly aggressive. That's <laughs> very true. Ooh, made it past a month. <laughs> Nailed it. It was two years, but yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so one, I'm already better than him that. Yeah. Also, You've been around long enough for your kids to have memories of you. Yeah, so, right. it's, it's very true. <laughs> Win. Also, um, I don't, no matter how fucking angry I ever get at Haley, I'll never fucking raise a hand to her, which is something my father fucking could not do to my mom. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. My mom was a pain in the fucking ass. You know what I mean? And I loved her dealer because of it. But 
I'm sure she was a fucking asshole. She had a mouth on her too. Like so that and Haley would absolutely whoop your ass. Yeah, that's see, probably also it, true. If, yeah. if I ever hit Michelle, she would kill me in my sleep. Yeah. So see, Haley would look me in the eyes and be like, yeah, like I know it's coming. I'm like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> like I love Haley to death. Like, she's I'm one not- of my favorite people. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, you could go across that jaw, and you're just, she's gonna like. Do that slow look back <laughs> and then like, just Van Damme the, kick me. Just watch the fucking and just be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. And I, if that ever happens, videotape the Power Ranger kick that's coming to the fucking is, chin that you're going to take. It is the last kick in the final fight of Bloodsport. Yeah. <laughs> the big spinning. Yeah. yeah. And he holds yeah. it. And he's like, ah! I'm, I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing those chicks that like crush the watermelons, you know? Yeah. Like that's your head. Like, you know what? There are worse ways in the world to go. <laughs> Thick thighs take lives, and I'm here for it. That's goddamn right. Goddamn right. But like like I'm saying though, I'm already a better dad than my dad ever could have fucking been. And I think I'd like to think that that's why my children are better than I was. Or they're just half Haley, and that's a better reason. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different world now, too, though. I mean, Scott's kind of spoke to it, right? Like, he was far more independent, and I mean... Yeah, dude, he was like I, a goat herder back in biblical times. Like, <laughs> like, well, no, seriously. Like, like seriously, like my, my my son Logan is 16. Yeah. At 16, I had... I was gone. I had two jobs. I had a 79 Trans Am. Yep. I had a fucking crotch rocket and a brand new truck. Yeah. Wow, that dude. I paid for. Yeah. Like you were way better than me. It's Fuck. the same thing at that age bracket, right? At 16, it was like, I was paying off restitution. Between 16 and 18. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Owned my car, had my jobs, was also playing sports like it was the whole and i was never home yeah i was chasing yeah. skirt yeah i was that's chasing skirt and other than that it was how do i make my car go faster yeah. like those were my only two pri- i was either getting my dick wet or is making my car faster those are the only two priorities sometimes in life. one complemented the other a well, lot that, of, yeah well at 16 and 17 you are convinced that your horsepower is directly tied to your ability to get laid yes. yeah it's not but you are uh, convinced uh, that it is. Uh, every, every, no, you know, the advantage that you have is that you just had a car. I would say 15 like that to was, 25, that 10 year span of 15 to 25, the entire, everything that you do is motivated by pussy. Like you're that, just trying guy, to get laid. That guy that you know, has like, 130 horsepower Honda Accord. Guarantee you doesn't get as much pussy as that guy with the thousand horsepower Lamborghini. No, or <laughs> or if so you, if you're I need if to you're be a sixteen year old in high Lamborghini. school, like that's, if you're a senior in high school and you have an R six, yeah, it's, yeah, I it, didn't have a bike, but game, I was the same over. thing, right? Like yeah. it was me and one other dude in my high school that had muscle cars. See, when I went to high school, if you had a car, you had a better chance well, of getting. Oh, no, absolutely. straight out, you do <laughs> just having a car. The, it could be a shit box. So. You my, still weren't walking. My high school only had 300 parking passes available because yeah. that's how big the parking lot was. It wasn't like it was like, well, this is just, like, that's yeah. just how many cars they could park and still fit a staff. Yeah. Right. So there's 300 parking passes. So those of us that could get one and drove to school, you already were like next tier as far as availability was concerned. I lost my now, car like middle of junior year and I will confirm yeah, that it drops off your fucking, your fucking, your yeah. fucking popularity with the ladies hits fucking rock when bottom. When all of a sudden like, hey baby, you want to ride the bus home with me? <laughs> 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 like, How about you give me a ride home girl? What's up? Yeah, a little different, but there was like two of us that had muscle cars. The advantage to that was that was right when all those Fast and the Furious movies came out too. So everybody was buying fucking Honda Civics yeah. and Preludes and Eclipses and shit. On it. Yep. And the two of us that had big v8s and we definitely had an advantage i also had an advantage because we got stationed in pittsburgh 
my dad got stationed as the uh, one of the instructors for ROTC at the University of Pittsburgh. That was his duty station. Yeah, which is already stuck in the 80s. So fuck. (laughs) So we moved up there and I found out that nobody goes in or out of Pittsburgh. Like the fact that we moved there was just this weird anomaly. And it was because he got stationed there. Yeah. But nobody leaves. Nobody comes in. So I was like the first new guy that any of these kids who had been going to school together since kindergarten and it was now high school. It was all the same people for the last 16 years. So all of a sudden this new dude comes in from Texas and had the car, the whole nine yards. It it was great. It was just like free pickings. It caused a lot of fights because a lot of people didn't want to tell me they were dating somebody else. But yeah. And then then you have like I grew grew up in a small little town right but there was a bunch of small little towns 10 miles away yeah so if you tried it's like to a like, whole new world yeah it was but if if you in high school tried to date or take out on a date a chick from that high school yeah. there was some serious butthurt going it was on. the same so yeah, i say yeah. i say pittsburgh because it's but we lived in a little town called gibsonia pennsylvania which is actually like 35 miles outside of pittsburgh yeah and it was actually it's not even a city. It's called a township mm-hmm. like and it's all these little townships. And so it was the same thing. And if you tried to date somebody from another high school or whatever, you essentially started like a turf war. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? But uh, Sonia PA. Yeah, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, however, however, if you if you if you brought in a chick that wasn't one of the little rival schools from like a big high school from 20 miles away. Yeah. There's no turf war then. And then there's just jealousy. So, but there is a, (laughs) well, God forbid you hook up with the hot chick at their school. (laughs) I mean, if you get one of the popular hot girls, now it's fucking now It's fisticuff time. You got to fight. I think it's just like common law rule that you got to fight like the captain of the football team, the homecoming (laughs) king or some shit. Oh, that's in Texas. Uh, you know, I believe that because like, like, <laughs> like where I live in Cibolo, Steel High School around the corner. Steel is one of the fucking top like football teams in, in the state. Right. For for high yeah. school football and not to be outdone. Clemson right down the street or Clemens right down the street. I was like Clemson. Clemens right down the street, though, is another top one. And uh, there's another one, too. Uh, the unicorns. Unicorns. Oh, <laughs> New Braunfels. Are they unicorns? Yeah. It's Holy awesome. fuck. It's awesome. Hilarious. Yep. Anyways. But like, I'm sure that if like a dude from Steel was dating a girl from Clemson, from Clemens, fuck me, dude. Dude from Steel's dating a girl from Clemson. He's a fucking man. He's, he's a badass. He's a badass and she's a felon. <laughs> but uh, fucking, if he's dating one from the fucking rival high school, I'm sure there's some beef going on even in like here. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I would assume. Yeah, like I went to an alternative high school. So when I dated girls no, from the main high school, I, I think they were I, just they were going after the bad boy I and I, I was there for it. I don't <laughs> I don't think so, Mikey, because those two high schools are so large, it doesn't matter. There's That's enough true. pickings. That's true. My my high school and the neighboring high schools, we had like thirty two <clears throat> in my class. Oh wow. So it was slim pickings. And like fifteen are girls, right? So like if you're, <laughs> I'm your you're cousin. You're fucking you're digging in to that. Yeah, the small pool, and you know what everybody else's dick tastes like because it's all been there before. <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. Uh, it was a, it was a fucking. I got a story. It's. I'm not gonna say it. It was like a, it was like a whiplash moment when I changed high schools because my freshman year I went in Texas. Yeah, and literally just my freshman class had 1,200 people in it in Houston. Yeah, area. Yeah, North Houston area. Yeah, Humble, Texas. Yeah, Humble High School, so big that the freshmen had their own campus. That's how wow. fucking big it was. Wow. 
Uh, and then I went up there to Pine Richland High School, which pulled from four townships, and the whole school had like 290 students. Yeah. And I was like, so I went from that in in Nebraska, my freshman year to Mesa, Arizona, and I had 1,200 in my class. Right. It's, I, it's a whiplash right? moment. So, like, and then I had two years in, in in Mesa, and then I moved back to Nebraska and finished up in the 32. Yeah. How fucking, <laughs> how fucking like, cool cool guy were you, though, when you came back? What? They were like, tell us stories about the real world. What's what? the outside <laughs> world like? Instantly, the girls that knew me when I was a freshman, when I came back, it was like a knock on the door. Yeah, like all of them. Yeah. yeah. Like fucking that's yeah. because you you got to go live life somewhere yeah. else. And they, you know what yeah, I mean? Like it was, it's it a big well, that was the whole thing when I moved <laughs> up north. Show me what you learned. <laughs> <laughs> because every every dude they knew up there, they had been in school with since fucking kindergarten and then all of a sudden I came in my yeah. sophomore year from Houston, Texas. Yeah. And it was like that was the play. I somebody asked me up there what I thought of the big city, and I was like, Houston's not bad. And they were like, No, I was talking about Pittsburgh, and I was like, There's like three hundred thousand people here. <laughs> I lived in a suburb of because yeah. I lived in Humble, which is a suburb of Houston, which is still bigger than Pittsburgh. It's like four hundred thousand people in this suburb. Houston at the time was like four and a half million. It's ballooned out to like seven million yeah. now or some shit. It's like four and a half million people. Houston's in Houston. what? Like the it's the fourth, fourth largest, largest city, city, I think, or I third think? largest city. It's up there. I think it's like New York, Chicago, LA. L- no, I think Houston's actually bigger than LA now. Really? Yeah. We're the same population wise. Or- Here, let me do the producer's so, job. Yeah. So I went. <laughs> it's cool, Justin. We'll do it. It's fine. So I, in Nebraska, Houston my, is the fourth largest city. Fourth largest. Suck my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's New York, LA, Chicago, Houston. When I was in Nebraska, from seventh grade to my freshman year, I drank, right? That's all you do. You go to parties and you drink. That was what we did. I get to Arizona and I go to my first party, right? So I'm like, man, I got to get some beer. So I walk in with like a 12 pack of beer to this fucking party. Everybody's smoking weed, getting fucked up, right? And they look at me like I am the devil because I have beer. They're like, (laughs) what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to drink. They're like, really? Like, that's fucked up. I'm like, you're all smoking weed. You're all fucking stoned, man. What the fuck? It was. It, was, yeah, it was, blew my mind. I was the. Fu- I was the fucking man with the stoners, dude. Because I would get off work at McDonald's yeah. and I would just like fill bags of like fucking like the big carry like yeah. like tote bag that they would normally stack like Big Mac Big Macs yeah. in. I'd fill that bitch with fries. I'd fill one with nuggets, and then I'd bring a bunch of Big Macs and shit and fucking cheeseburgers and shit. I show up to a stoner party. They were like, <laughs> Hallelujah! They're like, Mikey's here. He's the master. So <laughs> four out of the top ten cities in the in the United States. Or in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. It's like Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, uh, Dallas and, Austin. and Austin. Wow. And then Fort Worth is 12. Which is pretty much well, just all so Dallas. Top 10 no, is New York, LA. LA. I know they are, but Chicago, tell me Houston, where the line is. If you is. put them together, hold on, let's see. Phoenix, Fort, Phoenix, Fort, Fort Worth is just less than a million. Dallas, 1.3. So put them in like two million. Fourth. Okay. Um, yeah, because Dallas is ninth by himself. But it, it doesn't so. stop. It's all one big fucking No, but true. this is where it gets weird. It's like Boston has a population of 695,000. Now, if you've ever been to Boston. That's Boston proper. Yeah. Boston proper is tiny. Yeah, yeah, it's not big. The The greater Boston area. No, there's probably 3 million people. Oh, Jesus. Probably more than that. And they all live on top of each other. It's yeah. fucking yeah. retarded. Well, like, you got to think, too. 
you want to talk about shit being connected? Technically, fucking DC's connected to Boston. Like it's fucking yeah. people from DC oh, yeah. all the way fucking through Delaware. Yeah. All a the lot way through of New everything. England's like, like that though. It's like it never stops. Like, yeah, like it hits New York, well, goes through like, there. Like the whole ninety-five corridor. There that's is like everybody tells you they live in DC. It's like, oh, I live in DC. No, okay, cool. They Where? mean anywhere from like Fredericksburg, Virginia, to like Maryland. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what they mean. It's just Nova. Yeah, like yeah. that's just what they mean. Yeah. Yep. So, fuck that place. Nobody <sighs> actually lives in DC. No. Nobody, dude. Yeah, oh, there's a lot. Who of the people. fuck wants to do that? <laughs> like that. I don't feel like getting stabbed or shot well, no, every night. The fuck. difference is, there's people that live in DC. They just don't have houses or addresses. <laughs> 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 And we're not talking about P.O. boxes, kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, fuck, boys. Real quick, what what are we, what are we drinking? You two dicks are on. I'm still I'm still with tequila. Well, you're on something else now. What do you got? Yeah, I switched over to the Dripping Springs. Uh, what is that? Deliciousness. It is tasty. That yeah, is. What? What's it called? I don't know. Turn it around for me. I can't remember what it's called. This one here. Yeah. Oh, Ghost Tail. Uh, uh, Treaty Oak. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, they're out of Dripping Springs. Yeah. Nice. I'm on that baby blue, man. That Balcones mm, baby blue. It's good shit. I fucking love it. Yeah. You're over there on felony juice. You should try it. It's good. Yeah, I don't. It is really good. Here. I've actually lately. Just I've, take a sip. Really lately, I've actually. I found quite well, a few sipping tequilas. Ice, ice down. Like, like it, it, it has a really good flavor. I've actually found some sipping tequilas lately that I actually really like. Like Casa Azul. Oh, no. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> That is a good one. Casa Azul is yeah. really good. That's not the worst I've uh, had, that's for sure. Some of the Herraduras are actually pretty good as a sipping whiskey and not, stuff like that. Hey, Jazz, you're on beer tonight, man. Drinking yeah, that Yingling a Gold, yingling, huh? little Yingling Gold. Fucking A. I've been on a beer kick lately. Getting not wrong with that. I've really it's been enjoying beer roots. lately. Do you, think, do you think that has so. anything to do with your COVID? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no? Not at all? No. no. I've just been on a, a, a beer thing lately. Yeah. Um, not wrong with that. It's actually, it happens a lot this time of year. I end up start drinking more beer. Yeah, I would well, say it's, it's a good thing because on the way home tonight, boys. Yeah, everybody's taking beer. Everybody's getting a twelve pack or more sampler out of the fridge. There's so, a lot. Of beer, so we man. have room for other things like food, like, <laughs> like y'all's lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dude, I have the same problem with my beer fridge in the in the garage, man, because I don't drink enough beer, and nobody yeah. ever comes like to the house to drink beer. Like the last person to drink was my buddy Jake from New Orleans. Who came? Your refugee? My refugee. Yeah. Like he came. He had like two beers out of it. And there's, it's like fucking stacked with beer. The, I, the last time I bought beer, I well, bought I, 24, I tribute. I bought 24 Guinnesses. Ginnai. Ginnai from. Ginnai. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. From from like Sam's or whatever. Can we make that a fucking thing? And, and <laughs> I've done that my whole life. <laughs> and Michelle's like, why are you buying beer? I'm like, because this will last me at like two years. And I'm I'm pushing I'm pushing eight months, and there's about seven gone. I have a bunch of beer in my garage, not in a freezer, not or not in a fridge. I hope not a freezer. No, that's bad. Um, it, <laughs> at one point, some of it was in the fridge. Ooh, so uh, now it's skunked. I don't care because I don't drink it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so next time I have a pool party, boys, <laughs> and there's beer. No, th- that's cooking beer. The skunky stuff, yeah, because you'll yeah. burn off the uh, yeah. yeah. There's stuff that's you, true. You cook. That's good for like beer can it's, chicken it and shit, man. It, I was gonna say it is getting into smoking. Season. Next, Looking next out. pool party, just just dump it in the pool. It'll just float around, right? And it's just like you need another drink. You just find a floater and just fucking <laughs> crack it open and be good to go. <laughs> oh fuck! 
How about smoking, boys? What do you guys got? I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. Well, you got a little prototype. You can. You can talk about it. So, uh, yeah, the the Warfighter boys have trusted me with uh, being able to taste test uh, some some new sexy well, that they he, got going he, he on. Got, but he I've got been, his taste buds back. So. I got my taste buds back. And if you look at that exquisite band, it, yes, you can the the white. The white paper band that definitely came off the finest, finest Lexmark printer they could find. Good luck <laughs> trying to get that off. I, uh, <laughs> dude, I tried to rotate it, and I think I finally got it hot enough to, <laughs> to actually spin. But, um, yeah, uh, one of one of the perks of being friends with the Warfighter boys, if you if you've been around tobacco, and that for the last couple of years, every once in a while they'll slide me a couple of couple two three sticks and go like, hey, smoke these, and then. Honest feedback. Honest feedback. If it sucks, it sucks. Let me know yeah. if it's good. Great. Tell me what you thought. And da, da, da. But one of the things I like about it is they always give them to me blind. It'll just have like a number on it. Yeah. Like I. That's that, number, that one that's actually number, has a little bit more information. And, it, it's got a, it's got a wrapper. It's it's number one oh two, right? Four. One oh four. Yeah. One oh four. One oh four. Uh, but they'll give them to me blind and then just like smoke it. And after you're done, then we'll tell you like what's in it or what the what goal the plan was. For what's it? Is. Scott yeah. did that to me one time. He gave me one and I tried it. He's like, what do you think? And I was like, it's good. And he's like, man, I'm not doing this with you again. <laughs> I was like, like, actually, that one like, sucks. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I, it smoked fine to me. Shit. Yeah. They, like, they went hard in the paint on me one time and gave me cigars and like literally a worksheet. And wanted yeah, me to like, I remember that. Yeah. That, like, was when, that was when the bar was still here. It had like yeah. first, second and third. Like, so they wanted was, times and shit on it. And I was like, that was a factory that was trying to get us to switch to them. Yeah. And uh, we found out that. Every single cigar they make blows. Sucked. Yeah. It's really tight. Just didn't taste right. And that was essentially all of my notes. I came back and I was like, I couldn't get one to cooperate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just, so, it was just struggle. We were like, we know. We still, yeah. we still have a lot of those samples. They'll be the next mystery pack. <laughs> <laughs> just no. kidding. No. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm on is I'm, uh, I'm, I'm guinea pigging for the Warfighter boys, which is something I am happy to do. Yeah, what, totally what, what, what's your uh, first impressions there? Uh, so on the pull, there's a little bit of kind of an acidic spice, uh, which I enjoy because okay. I feel like it's activating the palate, especially towards the rear of my palate. It's opening that up a lot. The retrohale on it actually has a nice kind of wooded pepper note. Um, good medium body as far as the experience is concerned. Texture on the outside wrapper is great, um, both in the hand and mouth feel. That was the first thing you said, too, when you yeah, first the, grabbed the it. The texture like, on the wrapper is actually quite nice. What did you say? It was like um, uh, satiny velvet? It's more like a raw satin. Raw satin. Mm-hmm. Raw satin. Right. Raw satin. Uh, debrushed satin actually has a raw. A raw. Yeah, like a raw. A raw. More raw texture to it. Um, it's a little bit tighter than your production stuff right now on well, the draw. That, that was rolled but, by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's, it's not a huge. No. It's not a huge construction issue, but it is a little bit more firm than yeah. I'm used to with Warfighter tobacco. It's not a deal breaker. I've smoked plenty of cigars like this that, that it's smoking just fine. I haven't had to put more. I put more fire to it because I was talking and it went yeah. out, but it wasn't because of a draw issue. Um, the ash is a little loose, which is odd for the draw tightness. The ash is tending to flake off a little bit more. Um, one of the, in my opinion, one of the signatures of Warfighter is that kind of tight ash. It's that it's that super tight ash that sits there. <laughs> um, that tight ash. Especially on like my my favorite from y'all. That is one of those ones that it, literally, if I don't knock the ash off, that thing will just fucking hold and sit there until it ends up a in seven, your lap because dude, you've forgotten. Seven six two field man, you want to win a fucking ash competition? Yeah, that's your guy. Um, I've noticed that shit. <laughs> it's 
yeah i mean it's i don't know if is it like blow your socks off like victory level no is it a solid everyday kind of smoke yeah i'd well i'd keep it in regular rotation that one is one that did not make the cut yeah yeah it's good is it yeah is well, it, you know, all those good things you just spoke about, though, is kind of a testament to the quality control that you do. If that one is that good and it's good enough to be an everyday smoke, but it's not up to warfighter standard, that's good. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. that just shows well, like like, said, the quality it's, product. It's good. I don't think it does anything for the line. Like it doesn't it's not providing something that's new and exciting. Yeah. It's right. solid, but it's not doesn't do anything for the line. Would I smoke it again? Yeah. Would I smoke it behind this as opposed to like stealing that Corojo from him? Probably not. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I smoking? Oh, 50 field. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I thought I was smoking uh, that one. <laughs> I bet it's good. That's and what I just had. I just had a 50 field. Yeah. yeah. I fucking, I love it. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking like. So good notes. I'm a fan. It's not special. Nice. It's- so I'm smoking a 50 Garrison 660. Because every now, and, every now and then we'll, you know, we see what we're opening and uh, you get one that's like really toothy and very good wrapper. And this particular bundle has been exceptional. So yeah. I have been all over these lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Fuck you, customers. This is for me. No, it's not just one bundle. <laughs> it's the whole batch. The whole batch. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So w- one of the things that we do when we go down to Nicaragua. Only in we... 660 or? Well, this has been exceptionally. I mean, just feel the outside of it. It's uh Oh yeah, yeah, that is nice. What a great leaf! Um, when we go down to the factory, uh, on top of working on all the new stuff that we want to get out, um, we like to fine tune everything that we already have. Yeah, uh, whether it's packaging or the construction, or I mean, subtle little things like one of the one of the big things that we brought up, which is big for us and nobody really cares or understands, is how much tape. They put on the bundles of cigars. Yeah. They only need one piece. <laughs> they put like 47 and a half. Yeah. And yeah. So we were like, hey, when you do that with our cigars, uno piece, por favor. They're like, what? <laughs> like only one strip of tape. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do they listen? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. But I mean, it does speak to the brand and it, it does go back to that. I mean, there's a really old saying in the military that complacency kills. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, you'd be surprised how just those little, those little tunings and stuff like that can, you know, and how you could have a really good cigar and go one priming higher on one of your filler yeah. and all of a sudden just really unlock something that wasn't there before. Well, and like if we, if we have listeners that have been with us from day one, they're going to know that our cigars have greatly improved since day one yeah and every time we go to nicaragua we try to you your know, cigars have greatly improved since i met you guys yeah like yeah. it's it's and if you guys don't think that you're a fucking terrorist <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that but... i'll back that <laughs> right? if you don't like big red fuck you <laughs> you know i've never that. had a big red the soda? Yeah. You ain't missing much. How's your diabetes? <laughs> I don't have it. We can <laughs> fix that. No, no. You can fix that. Just have some big red. That shit is fucking it is sugar. syrupy, dude. Oh, my With God. With red food, food dye and carbonated water. You know what it is? It's literally thicker than most soda. Like I got something. Like, I got... 
Sweet Jesus. I'm sorry, right. whatever I said. If you no, you just reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> just reminded me of something that fucking irked me. So you guys yeah. know you guys know about Haley and I's date nights, right? Friday nights. We fucking yeah. get stoned and watch The Simpsons? Essentially, right? Yeah. But when snack crate comes, we have our snack crate. Wait, wait, wait. What's snack crate? Snack crate is something they market to stoners. It's an online service that sends you a crate of treats and shit from around the world. Straight up, I thought I just learned a new name for pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I I don't know what the name is, but I want to know. I was like, I'm going to use this. It works. Fuck. (laughs) But they send you a box. Let me unpack that snack crate. They send you a box of like snacks from around the world from different countries. This is getting worse. And how you know. Like what country it is? Is the language on the wrapper? On the outside, they'll be like, they'll be like, "Hola, Mikey Fahey," and then your address. Well, this one said, "Bonjour, Mikey Fahey." So I was like, "Oh fuck, I got French shit. Maybe Belgium, <laughs> fucking Canada, French Canadian." Ah, I was like, "Fuck yeah. you!" I was so fucking mad. It should have said, like, said, "I'm sorry, Mikey Fahey." Dude, all I got was a fucking little bag of all-dressed chips, which, don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of all-dressed. They're delicious. 100%. A bag of ketchup Doritos. A fucking crushed cream soda, which tastes like fucking Big Red, by the way. That's what fucking triggered this whole thing. (laughs) And then a bunch of, like, sweets. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't bad snacks. They weren't great, but they were, like, shit that you see here. You know what I mean? And I was just like, I feel like, fuck you. Because Canada is the fucking Pepsi One of the U.S. Not even Diet Coke. It's the Pepsi One of the U.S. (laughs) Fuck, man. I was so goddamn irritated. I was like, fuck, maybe it's France. Might be Belgium. You know, a yeah. lot of Belgium. So I could speak, you know. The southern part of Belgium. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Could have also, been, some could have also been Horn of Africa. You shake the box. You're like, no, this is really light. Okay. Oh, it's like rice. Somalia. A diamond. A couple blood drops. <laughs> Spiced oh. crickets. Right. <laughs> you know, but like, honestly, you know what the best one I've gotten so far, in my opinion, was Hong Kong's. It's fucking awesome. It was like just good fucking snacks. They were like different. They weren't like gross ones. They were, there was no like fucking animals. So like do you get scorpions pick, on a stick and right, shit. No, that do you shit. get to pick what country it comes from? No, you okay. can, but where's the fucking fun in that? Well, exactly. You know what I mean? So you, so you can pick salty, sweet, or a mix. Okay. And then you can get one with a drink or without. I get the drink, salty, sweet, mix. Okay. So I want to fucking so be surprised. Do you get one and Haley gets one? Or do you get one and No, share? we just get one. There's, there's a lot of shit that comes out okay. of them. Like there's like, there's like fucking four candy bars and Starting like snacks and shit in there. $10 a month. I'm, t- oh. I'm telling you. Fucking Snack Crate, give us money. Fucking uh, A, dude. Like, fucking that's the kind of sponsor we need for this show. Fuck yeah, dude. And like, don't <laughs> no, wrong, we like, don't. I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love it, though. It's a good time just to like sit there with the old lady, watch a movie, and fucking, hey, let's eat some weird shit from around the, around the world, right? Yeah. Like, it's fun. Yeah. We need a sponsor like Snack Crate. That seems like more our speed. Fucking A. <laughs> like, Trigger, fuck you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> dude, did I tell you I ran into the fucking Traeger sales guy and was trying to convince him to fucking sponsor the show? No, but fuck him for How'd not. that go? He was like, actually, we're not we're not in a position where we require we require <laughs> ad content beyond major channels. And I was like, you <laughs> well, literally just said we're too fucking big to worry about you. We're on Spotify. That's a major channel. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking, I don't want a ghost bed sponsorship. Where the fuck is Snack Crate? <laughs> like, you want to know what? I'm going to reach out. Fuck it. Fucking do it. I'm going to do it. Fucking send the show. Look, we talked about you. Yeah. Yeah. We said it was fucking delicious most I, of the time. I'm a big fan. So you sent me a box of fucking. You sent me Canadian shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even send me surrender. You sent me Canadian surrender. Right? It's like, like fucking... fuck, man. I feel like Canada is like butt ice. 
for a very short period of time, people thought it was cool. And then it just kind of disappeared and everyone <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> We're like natty eyes. No, because people still do that. Yeah. You just, you don't hear it a lot because Canada. you don't run in the same circles as people that drink natty ice. Canada's. Which one do you get? The like 10? Zima? 22 or 44 dollars? Whatever happened to Zima? No, but Zima came back and people thought it was cool again. Um, it wasn't cool the first time. It's perception. Oh, gotcha. It's like Canada. I think I go with, <laughs> I think I go with the original. Do you remember well, Balls with, Energy yeah, Drink? With, with the drink. <laughs> They still make that shit. Do they really? That fucking Oscar gave me one the other Is day. Is it still work. in the blue glass yes. bottle? Yep. The, the ribbed glass bottle? Because yeah. apparently it was going to get you so jacked you needed traction to hold on to it. Right? Like, they still make it. I had one the other day. It's just a soda, though. When oh, we're, it's not the Balls Energy anymore? It's not, it says Balls Energy. It just tastes like a soda. When we were in Nicaragua, they had uh, this energy drink called Raptor. Oh, yeah. And at it, our factory. At our factory. That was just cocaine. No, it literally it was a monster <laughs> in a fucking Pepsi bottle. Really? <laughs> it was a little different than Monster. Not much. I figured it was just a cocaine drink. Well, that's a, that energy. We got Red Bull. I'm like, ah, no, yeah, I'm good. Like, we that have Raptor. Good. I'm like, what's that? Look, it's Nicaragua. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Scott's like, give me oh, two. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up because they're over there snack crates. Yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> visit uh, WarfighterTobacco.com <laughs> and use that code FTFO. God damn right. Score yourself 15 percent off your order over there. A uh, sweet. 15 percent there you go uh our friends over at owellness.us use that code freedom friends over there you score a quarter off your order uh and also if you order anything leave a little note in there saying you love them yeah they're good people yeah yeah check it on johnson and son's hay grinding too yeah give mike a call <laughs> give him a little uh, call, call uh, 402-276-1111 tell him just just, just, just tell him hi just tell him hi just, how you doing hope he has a good day <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh other than that uh tell your mom Tell your friends. Tell your mom's friends. Uh, first of all, I'm going to raise my glass. Oh, I'm going to say fine. thanks. Second, we'll do that. Well, you guys were busy. I didn't want to we fucking interrupt. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm back. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> thank you for being my freedom friends, boys. Yeah. Mikey had me at Snack Crate. And uh, thank you for all of all of you out there for uh, listening to this mediocre bullshit. <laughs> fucking, this is getting out of control. Uh, some little words to live by. Three little pieces of advice. Nothing yeah. hardcore. Johnny boy. Smoke on. Scotty. Uh, drink on. And God damn it, boys. Freedom, Freedom to, to fuck, fuck on. on. All right. We're going to go snack. Yay. Want some crates? Mm. It's like a fat chick's pussy. <laughs> yeah. <some> need- <laughs> I'm looking for damn bitches of snack crates. That's what. No. <laughs> False. <laughs>